action? Is that action right there? All right. Hey, guys, welcome back to the show. Uh, stream file, you already know what it is. These are your hosts, Ben and John. Today, we're talking about vengeance on Peacock. John, what happens uh, before we start talking about huh? DJ, huh? drop that intro. Welcome to Streamophile, the show where John and Ben watch the latest on all streaming platforms and let you know whether to stream it or skip it. We stream everything, so you don't have to. Like I said, we're talking about Vengeance on Peacock today. Um, it's a movie that I recommended, right? That I that I gave you the shout out of uh, to watch on uh, on Peacock, obviously, right? I gave, I told I you. Believe so, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, this, yeah. Because because we rotate weeks. Like you wrote, you recommend two, I recommend two, and then we do our our shows. So yeah, man. Um, it's a BJ Novak original. He wrote it, directed, started it. Um, John, uh, what was what did you think when you hear Vengeance? What did you think the movie was going to be about? I think that's a better question than just going into the synopsis, right? Yeah, before we go into the synopsis and the cast, I'll tell you that I heard Vengeance. You didn't tell me it was, I don't think you told me it was B.J. Novak. Maybe you did, but I'm thinking, I'm envisioning a Liam Neeson type of movie. This is the fourth episode in a row I brought mm-hmm. Liam Neeson into this, and and it's yes, not going to stop. It's, it's I think this is a burning theme. 100%. But that's what you think. You 100%. think Vengeance, you think Liam Neeson, you think Reacher, you think someone is uh, going to avenge you know, their wife's death, their wife and their puppy's death, right? You think uh, John Wick part seven. That That's that that's what that name evokes. So yeah. I was picturing something along those lines. Yes. And I was like, but it can't be that, right? Not with BJ Novak. What are, mm-hmm. what are we watching here? What is this going to be about? Exactly. So to tell yeah. you what it's about is... 100%. 100%. 100%. Absolutely. To tell you what it's about, it's uh, BJ, <laughs> BJ Novak 100%. Uh, plays a journalist from New York who is 100%. trying to find his voice. Yeah, 100%. 100%. He's trying to find his voice. He's trying to start a podcast, right? Everyone has, uh, there's new media and he wants to be more than just a writer. He wants to, he wants to, he wants to have a voice. He wants to be able to, to, to have his own podcast. And so he gets a call in the middle of the night, some girl he used to hook up with that she's passed away. Her brother uh, calls him. And so he comes up mm-hmm. with the, you know, he goes down there because of the family from Texas. Yeah, from Texas. Uh, so the brother won't let it go. So mm-hmm. he's like, okay, I'll fly down there. She's just a number in the phone. So I just go down there. And once he gets down there, he discovers that the family is um, a mm-hmm. cast of characters. He calls his friend who's apparently now his editor and he pitches mm-hmm. her this story about what he's going to write. Uh, the family, the story, the fact that they, they are convinced about um, everything is a conspiracy theory. And uh, that's the new America, and that's the story he wants to tell. And so that's the journey that the movie takes you on. Uh, and I did mention B.J. Novak, so that was that yep. was a maybe not a quick synopsis, but it's synopsis. It, it's how I how yeah, how how that. I viewed what what it was about, you know, that this or at least what you you know think it's going to be about. Uh, the cast for this one is uh, like I said, B.J. Novak. He Issa wrote, Ray, B. produced, Nova. directed it. Yeah. Boyd Holbrook, you might know Everything. him from um, Narcos, <laughs> the big one. That was like, I think maybe yes. where he no. got his big the best break. one, the best season. Yeah. The best and season Ashton Kutcher, the best, yeah, the best season of Narcos and Ashton Kutcher, yeah. who uh, nice little... I I like this role there. That was a would you consider what what Ashton Kutcher what Ashton Kutcher had in this movie more like a like a cameo? 
because he wasn't like he wasn't like a uh like a top billing character right like he, he obviously had like he was almost like tom cruise and tropic thunder you know what i mean no a cameo is a few seconds you might not even have a line like even john mayer i wouldn't call that a cameo and john mayer is at, at the the opening scene of this movie i'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to look into like what that is then because he, he like he had like a, i guess supporting role right i guess supporting role he's a supporting role yeah i thought that was i thought he was really good man i liked his it, I, it almost felt like like a like a character like i always have trouble with that word like a caricature of of what I, of what people think ashton kutcher is right some like some like smart talk you know what i mean like something like smart talking like i remember he did a pod with a with uh Dak Shepard and he was and it went viral that him and his, him and Mila Kunis like don't wash their like don't make their kids take a bath every day right uh-huh. you, you know what I mean so like it kind of was he kind of was like a version of that I thought I thought this movie look that's that was you gave the synopsis what you that that's basically what I thought so I thought it was gonna be good Liam Neeson but then I saw BJ Novak and I was mm-hmm. like oh no this isn't this isn't anything action like Just, BJ Novak there's gotta be action. some satire right there's it's gotta be a funny yeah, movie yeah I mean, he isn't he like the person who brought over the office to the U.S. Like he was one right. Of he was, who was like, a writer, a producer, a director yeah. on that show as well. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to me. I don't Nova. know if he was really a creator a... of the office, but I know he was a writer. No, uh, Ricky writer, Gervais though. was the original creator of the office, right? Uh, and yeah, in, in England. All right. Um. So, dude, I thought Boyd Holbrook was hilarious in this. You know what I mean? I like know. his his like weird intensity. You know what I mean? Where like up until when we get into the spoiler talk, like up until that part, like I really thought I was I was with BJ. I was like, yo, like this is just a conspiracy theory. This is what the new America is and all this stuff. And, Absolutely. Oh, uh, I thought boy, I thought Holbrook was hilarious. I thought one hundred percent. One hundred percent. I thought BJ Novak, like his his want to be famous was like there's an honesty there. And then it was also cool, like seeing the like how big podcasts are, where like Issa Rae's character is like a producer, right? So mm-hmm. and there's like a whole building that does production now for podcasts. So you see all these people like they sh- they show quickly like all these people in like little cubicles with their headphones on and microphones shooting a different one podcast or another. It was just it's it's crazy. It, it was such a it was such a good movie. I think I already spoiled what my take is, but what you got, Jay? Yeah, no, I, and, and by the way, thanks. You mentioned Issa Rae just now, and earlier I didn't mention her when I did the rundown of the cast, so thank you for bringing her up. Her role as uh, Eloise, his BJ Novak's, or Ben, the character he plays, Ben's uh, editor, mm-hmm. slash producer, okay. slash friend, slash uh, she's the it girl running the the most popular podcast in the country. Yeah. She's the uh, number one showrunner, yeah. Yeah, in, that, in, in, in the movie, mm-hmm. so... She she was good. I, I loved her character as well. The the movie I had I had high expectations just because I think of BJ Novak's track record. So mm-hmm. once I found out he was in it, I'm like, okay, so this isn't going to be Liam Neeson at 75 with a broken hip trying to rescue yeah. his daughter for remember. the eighth time. Yeah. I'm trying to remember. I, yeah. Yeah. I mean, from the opening scene, the conversations that the, you know, it, it's it's John Mayer. I at first I'm looking and I'm like, that guy, I was like, that can't be him, right? Is he? Yeah. Oh, that is John. I was like, okay, John Mayer is trying to do his Harry Connick Jr. going from music into acting and and that's what he's doing now. Okay, that's what we're doing. Yeah. I mm-hmm. thought his, I wouldn't even call that a cameo. How, the conversation was what? 
four minutes, that entire yeah back and forth yeah. between them. Hundred percent. I thought that was hilarious. Yeah, hundred percent. I thought yeah. it was hilarious, and that but that was all you heard of him. Like that, he he was there for four minutes and then he was gone because you know BJ goes on or uh, Ben goes down to Texas to to the you know this girl's funeral. The story that it tells, which is, we all want to be famous. Hell, you and I are doing a podcast yeah. right now. This is right our now. voice. Yeah. We want our voice to be heard. I want to tell yeah. you my opinion on this movie, and you're gonna goddamn take it, and then you're gonna watch it, stream it, skip it. Wild Wild West is yep. whatever the hell I tell you to do. That's what you're going to do. And so that's that's what exactly. this movie is about, right? It, it's it's the new America where, especially since the pandemic, everybody has a podcast. Every 100%. every idiot, you and I, just says, you know mm-hmm. what? We got a computer. We got mics, headphones. Yep. Let's fuck, let's throw something in the background and make it look like we know what we're doing and start talking yep. about Put something, some anything. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So obviously he's a journalist, but he sees this new, the, the rise of this new medium. Um, and he wants his voice to just not be in uh, the New Yorker, where you know where the magazine he writes for. But he wants to be a podcast host because it seems like mm-hmm. everyone and their mom has one. And so it's not just about you know the story. The fact is that our, the, the, the movie, the point it gets to is that he gets down there, he finds out or thinks that it's all everyone thinks everything's a conspiracy, right? Because Boyd Holbrook tells him. Hey, she didn't just die. She was, she was murdered. murdered. And that's what take, yeah. that's the movie. She, you go on this wild goose chase of where he's like, I got this story. This family thinks, uh, this compare, this conspiracy about this girl. And, you know, she just died of an OD because that's what happens. People who do drugs die of ODs. And yep. so <laughs> he goes on to try to discover his voice and tell this story from uh, from his point of view and how he writes, which he's a, he's a satire writer. And so he's trying to use this family uh, to create a, a cast of characters to then turn it into a podcast, uh, just uh, like everyone else in the country is doing. Anyway, and in the end, mm-hmm. as his as his editor, Issa Rae, tells him in the beginning, you know, it's about finding your voice, not necessarily telling a story, but the, the, being able to connect with people and knowing who you are first which is, you know, the the trip that this movie takes you on. Boyd Holbrook's character was mm. uh, Ty. Yeah. He plays Ty Shaw. He's the brother of uh, Abby, Abilene, the girl that, that that died. He looked he like he was on Adderall. Like I, I, yeah. I don't know if he was Adderalled out yeah. or methed out, but his eyes like are bugging out the entire time. His yeah. hair is a mess all over the place. Uh, when he's not the wearing his cowboy time. hat and he's I, I'm, a, I'm a person that makes eye contact when I talk to people but he had this crazy intensity like you said this weird intensity and yeah. with the bug bugged out eyes with the eye contact <laughs> I thought he played that role incredibly well Perfect. so I've yeah, never yeah. seen him in something 100%. like that no 100% alright let, let, before I want to say a, a couple of things about what you said like this movie it it starts out like and thinking about it now, right? Because I saw it like probably a week ago, I think it was, like replaying it in my mind. Like it it really started with like it's never enough. Like that's the vibe I got, right? Like he's he's a he's a staff writer. He's not like a contributor writer for the New Yorker mm-hmm. for the New Yorker. Even though the family in, in Texas <laughs> keeps saying keeps saying New, New York, York magazine. magazine, he goes, he always say New Yorker. Like he always like added a little little thing at the bottom. Like it mm-hmm. was the, it wasn't enough. Like. You see where he lives. He has a very nice apartment in New York, so you know he's what he's doing well for himself, right? Like, but it's just not enough, and it's it's 
that's also the journey that he goes through where like he's like he nothing's ever enough but he's he feels superior to people because he lives in new york that he's you know what i mean he that's gives right. off that like east coast bias he's a journalist. And all that shit like mm-hmm. yeah, he's a journalist so like he he think he thinks he knows better than everybody so like the like the little uh, idiosyncrasies that they do was was really interesting um for me i i i always kind of give it away like as soon as i started talking about any show or movie this is definitely a streamer for me this is this yeah. is a streamer for me without question um, hopefully, if I, at some point, I'm gonna get a skip it, which would probably be a Liam Neeson movie. Um, Maybe, but yeah. This is, it's just a really, a really well done movie. We're gonna get into spoilers here in a little bit, but John, I want your take and what you think. Uh, is it stream it, skip it, or Wild Wild West? It. No, I think you should absolutely stream it uh, for all the reasons that I laid out earlier, and you know, and what you said. Uh, this is, it's a fun watch. It's it's you know, if you like satire, if you like comedy, but not will ferrell physical yep. laugh like that type of comedy that's just over. different type of comedy yep. this yep. is such a good movie i like the story it tells because it does tell a story of of what we're seeing right he they, as far as people there's so much information out there that we can just say you know what forget the experts forget what everyone knows this is a conspiracy it's the government it's it's yep. it's the, the 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 cartels everyone's working together and that's why my sister died so yeah and then it tells that story in a very hilarious way. There are some parts that are just just funny, and some that are just if you just listen to the conversation, you know, dialogue back and forth. Uh, it's uh, th- these are just great interactions, and that's that's the part that I liked. Right? It, it wasn't an action movie. There is a lot of dialogue, and then the comedy and, and and the the funny parts are in that dialogue and the conversations and interactions between all these characters. So stream it, one hundred percent. Yeah, one hundred percent. All right, guys. Complete disclaimer here. From this moment on, we're going to be talking spoilers because it's very hard to talk about this movie and go in depth and not and not go into spoilers and ruin it for you if you haven't seen it. So take your positive right here. Come back to our YouTube channel and or our uh, all our streaming uh, content, all our places where we, we where we uh, have the podcast. And then give us your review on what you think about our spoiler talk and where we go more in depth. But you have five seconds, four seconds, three, two, one. That was uncalled for. Just want, to, just want to leave it up there. No, it wasn't. It actually, it felt good. I, I can see why you do it. Illman. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's go right in. Bro, like, the this movie was fucking amazing. Like, I, like this movie, was, I had to, like, go, go F-bomb right off the bat. I yeah. thought this movie, because it's, you don't know what to expect. Like, I did not see the twist coming. Like, I did not, you know what I mean? Like, I did not see that coming. Like, I thought, like, okay, he's just going to be a selfish journalist all the way through and mocked, you know what I mean? And like mocked these yeah. like small country town, country folk, and then just take advantage of them and then monetize the fuck out of them and then go mm-hmm. from there. Like, I did not see this happening. I did not see that twist coming. Like I didn't, did you, because you last, last time we talked, you said that you saw the twist coming 
Um, did you see this one come? Like you got? Did you see what was gonna happen? Did you see that that final? So that final big twist. We talk about Ashton Kutcher, and you've mentioned that you're talking about. Oh, he had a cameo. No, he wasn't a cameo. I mean, he was the guy, and mm-hmm. he shows up. I believe three different times in the movie, and the first one is. Yep. You know when when uh, Ben b- visits him at his studios uh, out you know outside of of the town that he's visiting, and he drives out to his studios and he has this conversation with him and he thinks that this you know he's wearing cowboy uh, cowboy hats just like everyone else and boots and all this and he expects him to be this sort of uneducated or maybe just another guy who's trying to take advantage of the locals there because everyone wants to be a star so he's like well let me make money by telling everyone they can become a superstar and what was the catchphrase making dreams come true since 2018 that's the tagline for his studio and so obviously off the bat he's he's like oh this guy's a clown what a clown show but he's trying to exploit these people and he goes Mm -hmm. there and he finds out that oh no this guy is like he's deep that conversation that he has with that girl that's recording who's her voice isn't coming through it's just it's she's singing but it's 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 flat or it's monotone or there's no emotion. And then he goes on this, this explanation about how we're essentially, we're just, we were not these words, but we're like a a speck in this vastness and you want to leave your mark and then, you know, look at it from telling your story and leaving your mark on this earth. And that's how you sing. And then she goes and, you know, belches out this great song. And then they have that conversation and yeah, hundred percent. And then Ben's eyes are opened to that. And so I was like, Oh wow. Okay. Then he makes a second appearance. And I'm thinking, oh, this dude is involved somehow, mm-hmm, and it's not mm-hmm, going to end mm-hmm. well. Now, no. now, him getting shot in the in the head by B, by Ben at the end in the tent, yeah, in yeah. the opium den, did not see that. Coming. No, did not see that. Coming. I saw him walking I, out. I, I, I saw him walking yeah. out of that den. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I thought that maybe. I, I thought that, okay, I think Ashton Kutcher, I was like, this dude might be pushing, like, the second time I'm like, oh, this is the perfect cover. He's running a studio. You know, they they get shown at some point in the movie, the the sheriff, I think it was the sheriff, shows uh, Ben the, the the boxes of how they stack, how they stack the pills. And I was like, oh, okay, this guy, you, ha- you have no idea, but you're like, okay, he's, he's running a, a, he's running a, a studio. But it's the perfect cover to be able to like yep. push drugs out, and then at the end, obviously, you show up to the tent, to the after party, and he's got boxes upon boxes of, of uh, was it was it oxy? What the hell were they? I don't even remember what they were. Some kind of pills. Yeah, I don't they remember. OD'd, and um, I was not surprised that he was the bad guy, I guess, quote unquote. But I was surprised that he got shot in the head, or in the neck and head. Yeah, that yeah. was that caught me completely off guard, bro. Like. Uh, did you jumping back into the, for the for the first spoiler before the the big reveal right for Ashton Kutcher being the bad guy when they were at a uh, Whataburger right I didn't like till he was having that conversation with the grandma mm-hmm. like I was like oh man that sucks that she was you know what I mean that she did OD oh yeah like, that, you, know, <laughs> you know what I mean like that, like yeah. that sucks that she OD then then grandma's like yeah but she was a big pill head yeah what the, what? wait what the, huh? so, and then his her sister's new just like the girl yeah, exactly. told me. Exactly. Like, well, I was like, wait a second. So she was a pillhead. So I was like, because it was almost, it's almost, it, it, <laughs> yeah, it was almost like a like a true crime podcast of a movie mm-hmm. while making a true crime podcast. Yeah, right. Like, <laughs> it was so like, strange. It was so strange, but it was so well done because, like, 
you're hooked in of this story that's happening while he's giving you the story that's happening. Right. And then the story's happening. You get what I'm saying? And like, it's happening to him. He's like, oh, yeah, the yeah. story's happening to him. He thinks yeah, he's got the he's, story. Yeah, yeah. It's so crazy. And then, bro, that scene was, I was like, it's, I didn't see that coming. Like, I was like, okay, she, like, I didn't, I knew it wasn't like a conspiracy to have this girl killed. Like, that's mm-hmm. ridiculous. But like, the cover up, and then like, it gets, uh, it gets more reinforced when they're, when they're like, where the body was left. It was between like yeah. eight jurisdictions. Like, why was it between eight jurisdictions? It was like the Homeland Security, six different sheriff's office, police department, four, four you know jurisdictions. I mean? like, it, but yeah, they they, they her their, her body was found in a spot where all these four jurisdictions sort of intersect. Yeah. So no one wanted to take responsibility, then they just pushed mm-hmm. it off to the other one. Oh no, it's it's local police. No, it's the sheriff's. No, it's uh, DEA or whatever. No, no, it's it's Homeland or yeah. County. It's like okay. All right, yeah, something's was, going so on. So it was like, so like that feeds that feeds the whole thing, and you're and you're like following the movie. So like you're you're thinking you're watching. It was like, oh, this kind of like a podcast. Like the way the story's mm-hmm. going, and then it it also adds more to that when like they add the voiceover of his recordings of the podcast, mm-hmm. right? Where it gives it that like extra layer. Oh, dude, like it does again, feel like Water you're Bur- watching a true crime podcast for sure. One, yeah, like it wasn't. It, I didn't see the twist of of her actually being an addict, right? Mm-hmm. And I, 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 at the end of it, I was like, okay, it makes sense for Ashton Kutcher to be the guy. Because he also kind of dresses like a drug dealer. Like right. flamboyant, you know what I mean? Like what yeah, you yeah. imagine a drug dealer to dress like. Flamboyant and all that shit. So it was, it was so, I just, that part, okay. But I did not see BJ Novak pulling the trigger. No, no, not like, at all. Especially when like the shot is like Ashton Kutcher on the couch. Then get and get shot in the neck. It wasn't like they showed BJ Novak pulling the trigger. All of a sudden mm-hmm. there's a bullet hole. In Ashton Kutcher's what, neck. Well, you see a you see a hole two feet to his left because BJ Novak, even from five feet away, missed. Yeah. He 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 shoots to the side. He hits the tent, and then the next shot, he hits him on the side of the neck. Yeah. yeah. Dude, it dude. was that that definitely caught me off guard. But just like a true crime podcast, they they start talking about this entire where her body was laid between these four jurisdictions. Yeah. And I'm thinking. I'm thinking two things. One, I was like, oh, this could be like like BJ Novak or you know, his character Ben. She might be there might be something to this. Maybe she was murdered. There might be more yeah, than yeah. just she OD'd. But I'm also thinking, like, where is the when is the other shoe gonna drop? Like they they're setting me up for something. This this is yeah. just it's just it's just a coincidence. It's it looks suspicious, but it's a coincidence to just continue the hilarity or this ridiculous wild goose chase and it you know it, it is kind of a wild goose chase and it's funny but it's actually it shows you know i want to say you know investigative reporting like that's what it is yep. he's doing his yep. detective thing and he's there as a journalist and he's looking for the story and and he ends up finding it not the one he thought he was going to find not the one i thought he was going to find but uh yeah i that one i didn't see coming i, I saw ashton kutcher as being the guy Somehow, some way, whether he was the obviously he's the main guy, I think the big drug dealer, because he right. had boxes and boxes of those pills. I mean, how many easy? Was, I mean, millions of dollars. They had millions. he had it stacked. Yeah. And so I was like, okay, this is the guy for sure. I was like, no wonder you can have a no wonder you can have a studio on the outskirts of town where you're making yeah. uh, people's dreams come true. Right, sure you yeah. are, because you can support yeah, it with yeah, your, you're uh, them so your much real more business. Day. You're charging them so much money to 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 afford that 
all that land and acreage in the whole studio, like a real studio. Yeah, okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. Look, John 100%. Mayer, by the way, who I was at, when he started talking, I'm like, and I realized it was him. I'm like, how long is this guy going to be in the movie? And he came off as I think people, it, you know, he's been in, in the news or tabloids or his relationship stuff, right, has been aired out yep. over the years. And uh, he's, be, I guess he's been made to to look like like a playboy like a or, or, yeah, know, like a -ho or whatever. And uh, he played that role so perfectly. I'm like, I don't know if he's yeah. acting or if he's just being himself yeah. because that's what uh, they he's described as. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was, I thought that was, was just really like a good. conversation. I thought that yeah. was just a conversation he was having with BJ Novak. Didn't even know the camera and it, was It there. happened to get filmed, yeah. Yeah, yeah 100%. <laughs> that's 100%. how it came off. It was so genuine. Yeah. It was so good. And I don't know if I like him more. Or I'm like, ah, oh, this guy really is a whatever. <laughs> you know, yeah. it was it was so you know good. What I, it was such a great you know start to I, the movie. You know what I like about it too is like I I tell you all the time, like, and we talk about it offline and when we hit record. Like, yeah. I like it when characters are explained, but not like super delved into, right? Like, mm -hmm. like the little brother. Like, oh, okay, this kid's like, there's something clearly kind. You know what I mean? Like, he's a little bit developmentally challenged or whatever. But then, like, they show you why he's the Vantabon Challenge. And, like, a 30-second clip where there's, like, a voice, you know what I mean? Like, a recording of the girl. And, yeah. like, and he's talking, like, oh, he likes, she, he likes to sleep with me because he's scared of ghosts. Like, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? And that was a quick thing. So, like, they explained why he's like that. But he's also mm -hmm. not, not that, that challenge. He's just, he's just young. He's a young kid. And, like, he's the nine. sisters. Yeah, he's nine. So, like, the young, and the younger sisters have their issues. And like you know what I mean, want they also want to be famous and but hate where they live but don't want to leave, you know what I mean? Yeah. They explain the characters but without much screen time, but you still know what they're about. Like I appreciate when there's world building without like a fucking complete deviation yeah. of yeah, an entire outline. Of, yeah, an entire and outline. It goes like, off the storyline. Yeah, yeah, like those are like a flashback and like some weird filter and, and like mm -hmm. that distracts too much from the movie. So I thought that was really well done. Um. Yeah, man. Like I again, like I didn't see the addiction. Like yes, she got hooked on pills, but like I really thought like it was like oh, like especially that part with the jurisdiction stuff. I was that's the thing. I was like, oh wow, okay, so maybe there's something to this. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it was it was well, it was really well done, man. Yeah, uh, man. I don't know. I don't know if I have. I don't got anything else. Anything else. Like I thought yep. the like I said that John Mayer and co the conversation with him and and BJ Novak or Ben mm -hmm. helps explain exactly who who he is right his his shallowness his his self absorption and the way that he views the world or his relationships in general because when he gets he got that call from her brother it's like Abby who's yeah. Abby the way he has like there's know, that there's girls that, like, listed in his quote. phone like oh it's it's yeah. it's Nikki from from random house party and they're like is it random house the publisher that they threw a party yeah. or is it from an yeah. actual random house party you attended yeah. let's roll the yeah. dice and find out let's <laughs> it's find just, out uh... yeah it's the, it's that but, they yeah. it gave that uh that uh bj novak or ben character like that that john mayer-esque vibe right like where he's a womanizer yeah. it also like kind of alluded to like quote-unquote male toxicity of like just having girls numbers in his you know what I mean? just having girls numbers in his phone and not knowing who they are and how that could kind of, you know what I mean? Like how that's But it happens the other way around too. So I I don't know. No, hundred percent toxicity thing. No, right. I'm saying like his his yeah. his take on it. Right? Because mm -hmm. like him being like an F boy, right? Because like he's right. just a dude, right. like he's that's just exactly there. He's he just 
Yeah, he's he's the F boy. Like that's all he is. So it's like okay, like that that version of like what people say is male talk. I don't, you know, what I mean, like it happens both both ways. I don't give, a, but it was just, it was like he just hits on so many different notes and does it mm-hmm. well. Like he what he starts out seeking at the beginning, he doesn't want at the end, because look what it cost him. And that dude, like we haven't even talked that that lecture right or rant that or speech, however you want to call it, that Ashton Kutcher has is so. At the I end, even want like, yes, all of the, them, like, all of them, really. The one at the beginning yeah. to the girl, then the conversation they have at his at his ranch mm-hmm. after they leave yeah. the studio, and they're having yeah. this like this deep conversation about you know, uh, the people there are smarter than you think, and uh, you you know they don't get enough credit because of the environment around them, and yep. so you know that's what they got to deal with, and then that speech at the end. Yeah, I mean, I didn't mean to cut you off. You can go keep talking. No, but, no, like, no. All those conversations were were incredible. Yeah, like see, like I like I like doing this. Like even though this is the spoiler section of the, of the pod, like I don't like giving everything away. Like mm-hmm. you go, we go into a little bit more depth of the show or the show or the movie because we saw it and we want to talk more freely about it. But you have to watch those speeches that that Ashton Kutcher gave because even though we told you that yes, he's the bad guy, quote unquote, because he's a drug dealer, or that you know what I mean, she is an actual addict, but. She kind of was still murdered, you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. she she was not never she was never helped. Like somebody's responsible for her death without a doubt, besides herself, yeah. right? So, but those speeches and those rants and those lectures that Kutcher, Kutcher gave were phenomenal, bro. When he broke it down, he's like, "We'll probably end up." He goes, "We'll probably end up on a panel in a couple of years." Yeah, nobody's they're gonna pick a side, and then we'll have to talk about it, and then we'll see. Like, I'm. He's like, "This is our thing now." This is. I was like, yeah. "Holy shit, he's right, bro." That secret right. recording that he had, and instead of, yeah, I, I'm when he pulled out that recorder, like, hey, you thought I wasn't recording, but I got a stick, I got one here, I recorded everything you just yeah. said, and and Ashton Kutcher, uh, he plays uh, Quintel, I can't remember his last name, Sellers, but that's when he goes on that that he has this monologue where he talks about like, hey, yeah. you, you well done, well yeah. done. He's like, tell me what you think is gonna happen. You think I'm the bad guy? Maybe at first. <laughs> but yeah, then yeah. when the story comes out of why you came down here to to make a joke and make this family a, a bunch of characters mm-hmm. then they're going to turn on you and we're going to you know and then I'll be it was it was so incredible and and he's right like that's yes. what's happening in the 100%. real world that's what happens everyone turns whatever situation into content into and nothing matters their voice and nothing mm-hmm. matters, right? What was that? Nothing. What was that line he dropped? When everything matters, nothing matters. Nothing matters. Yeah, it was, it's it the was truth. Something along those lines. It was look, it was, and, uh, on, yeah. and it's it's reality, right? Because you go back to like when I was really on social media, I was out, mm-hmm. I was angry about everything, right? Yeah. And then it got to the point where like if, if I was, it got to that where like all this stuff matters to me, like then nothing matters. If everything right. makes me mad, then nothing makes me mad. Mm-hmm. And it and it just had to become to that point where I was like, nah, it's not. It's if he was sore, I was like, I was like, damn, you actually Kutcher, you're right, you yeah. you pretty bastard, you are one hundred percent right. I mean, that's 100%. why we chose to do this podcast, right? Yeah, because yeah. we were doing a podcast before speaking about you know Everything. social issues, politics, yeah. a lot of those things that we had that everyone has an opinion on that mm-hmm. are they're, they're they're polarizing, and we realize okay like what is that accomplishing though except nothing. 
getting us or the people that listen, but if they agree, they're going to get robbed up. If they don't agree, they're going to get robbed up. Yep. It doesn't accomplish anything. Let's, let's mm. kind of reevaluate, do something that we enjoy doing. And that's why we, we do these now. We're not, yep. we're not with the exception of wild, wild west. And, and I did my best <laughs> to defend the art and no, get your the, lens out of here and get the that lens, lens out of here. Uh, uh, the no. lens, uh, that the director and the creators are coming, uh, you know, we're using, which was that of a great steampunk movie. But, um, yeah, no, yeah we're no. not, but even mm-hmm. with this podcast, we're not doing what the critics do, which is try to tear down the art. Yeah, we go into yeah. it. We might tell you, skip it or wild, wild west it, which means that not, you know, it's going to have, don't watch it, avoid it at all costs, yeah. but we're not going to tell you that it was trash would just tell you like, Hey, I didn't like this. I didn't like that. Except for you. You really try to go hard in the paint against wild, wild west. And I was defending it. Mm-hmm. I was defending it. I had to. It's a, waste of, it's a waste of time. I think, I think why the reason why we talk about streamers skip it or well, because there's so much content, right? Like we, and we say it in our intro yeah. and all that, there's so much content, like given, we're not going to watch everything, but we'll, we'll watch most things. You know what I mean? And then at some point people are, our, our listeners will, recommend stuff to us and see what we see what we think and stuff like that mm-hmm. for right now these are movies that that these are movies that you have to, are worth a watch these are shows that are worth a watch like yeah, you might be watching something that everybody else is watching which is cool like house of dragon uh rings of power and all these big things but like there's so many things out there that you might not know what random movies it is incredibly entertaining and really well done mm-hmm. Because it might not have that big, uh, right? That big, that big star attached to it or anything. B.J. Novak isn't a big star. Boyd Holbrook isn't a big star. Nobody in this movie is a big star. Like huge, you know what I mean? Like a, like super A list. Yeah. Right. Like you, a lot of these people are like that person from that thing. Right. Like that's that's reality. What like Boyd Holbrook's like? Oh, that guy from Narcos or oh, he's got other things. Right. But But again, see what I'm saying? Like that guy from that thing. Right. But they're they're really they're really good actors. And just it's it's definitely worth a watch, man. A hundred percent. Hundred percent. By the way, speaking of Boyd Holbrook, there's this movie I've been meaning to watch, and they might have taken it off Netflix already. And if not, they're gonna take it off soon. It's called In the Shadow of the Moon. It's a, mm-hmm. essentially a, a time travel movie where he he sees this um this woman, and he shoots her like in the subway. He chases her down, but then he like keeps seeing her throughout the years, like she's coming back, and. Um, like I read, I, I did what I always do, which is I spoil the movie read. myself. I went to Wikipedia yeah. and I read the plot. They should never call that section the plot section in Wikipedia. You know what I'm saying? It says plot. <laughs> and then it just proceeds to drop 25 paragraphs of <laughs> from beginning to end. Like oh, I read that. I don't have to watch the movie, but I, I still have exactly. to watch it. But but I do it yeah. to myself every time. I'm like, let me go read the plot. The first and time I still, read that, uh, when someone tells you, when you read plot, you're like, it t- it's going to describe like what the movie's about. The first time I got yeah. on Wikipedia years ago and read the plot section of a movie, I said, well, the hell am I going to watch the movie for now? You guys might want to rename this. Like, Spoiler alert. Here is the movie line by line. Here's the script. Read. So, but I did. I do that about every movie. I go and do that. I read the plot and I'm like, oh, it's like a nice little short novel, like a short story. I like it. Let me watch the movie version now. (laughs) But that well, that well hit different right there. You go, well, (laughs) Well, <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm, right, I'm man. good, man. I don't have anything else in right. this movie? Watch the movie. Watch it. 100. percent 100. percent 100. percent All right, guys. Catch you next time. Peace. Thanks for listening to Streamophile. 
directed by John. Executive producer, Ben and John. Created by Ben and John. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.